0: go to TinkeredThinking.com bookstore. Episode 950, Superpower. Our most fantastic forms of entertainment entail a radical expansion of human agency. These are the heroes and villains who can simply do more because they have capabilities beyond the normal person. As a species, we just love to imagine what we could do if, if only, is the name of the game, and it's a game that we've been playing since childhood. From that young vantage point, adults are the original superhero simply for the fact that they are orders of magnitude more capable, just as a run-of-the-mill action hero is compared to a normal adult. If only I were older, then I'd be able to do this and that. However, we don't ever seem to grow out of the stage of if only. We are always imagining and pining for a new level of capability, and as our own agency plateaus hard, it can, for some, be even more intoxicating to live vicariously through the flimsy fantasy action stories that populate the silver screen. Such stories are unfortunate and deceptive in two ways. Often a superpower is accidentally acquired, or thrust upon an unwilling and unwanting individual who is now burdened with the awesome power of radically expanded agency, or a montage glosses over the important lesson of acquiring a superpower. The first one bears little need for further bashing. It's the equivalent of winning the lottery, whether it's because of a spider bite or some military test or just being born that way. If anything, such origin stories only play into the talent myth, you've either got it or you don't, which is a really unfortunate amount of BS when paired with a person's capability for growth and change. The second is the montage. There's the iconic getting in shape montage like from the Rocky movies where a tremendous amount of time passes in just a few dozen seconds and it's during this time where all the boring but very important training, learning, and growing occurs. Intellectually the montage makes sense but viscerally it doesn't. We understand abstractly what's required to level up But we don't have any feel for the tedium headache and sense of endurance required to make it through a real life montage our entertainment sourced from superpowers ironically handicaps our ability to actually make the long trek to acquire one by making it look quick and easy real superpowers that is the sort of rare human ability that some people actually do have that leave the rest of us to marvel at require absurd amounts of time and consistency. These are people who win gold medals at the Olympics, or the best performance musicians in the world, writers, artists, even coders. The best of the best of each field certainly looks like they have a superpower when placed next to someone who hasn't put in the time required to level up in such ways. But for these people, the montage was many years long, and there was no spider bite or radioactive exposure, just boring work most often. It's a bit ironic that the process of gaining more ability is often inversely correlated to how boring the process can be. A noob coder who manages to get Hello World to show up on the screen is probably far more excited then the moment when an experienced coder finally gets Goonicorn and Django wired up correctly to get a project that took months to build to finally appear on the screen. The world of entertainment is a flashy, quick-fix dopamine trip. In a tiny fraction of a single day, we see our protagonist go from normal run-of-the-mill person to exceptional planet saver. So of course we go to buy the lottery ticket. Even Batman had a head start of a fantastic fortune, which seems to have enabled him to at least have the freedom to develop some skills, whatever those actually are. Where most people plateau to the norm, some people do the insane thing of chipping away at the same skill or project repeatedly, over and over, hoping for a different outcome. This has an eerie and unfortunate resonance with the odd modern definition of insanity that is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. The difference is that any individual plugging away day after day with the same thing isn't actually doing the exact same thing. Subtle changes are occurring, but they're unnoticeable and only become apparent after a great deal of time when the compounded effects of many small changes seem to suddenly come together. We sort of all understand this, but we don't seem to know it. We get it abstractly. Yes, if you want to be really good at something, you have to do it a lot for a long time. But to know something is different than mere understanding. Knowledge is understanding in motion. To really know something you understand is to act upon it, and to add the felt experience of living through a functional form of that understanding. It's when the vicarious is replaced with the visceral. And then perspective changes. Understanding, knowledge, and feeling fuse through memory. And then it becomes like many other human milestones we try to describe to younger people who haven't yet had the experience you got to do it to really understand. This is the Tinkered Thinking Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If you find the Tinkered Thinking Podcast valuable, there are many ways you can support it. You can review it on iTunes,